What's good, people? Welcome to the Rod Hanna Show, my very own personal playground for hot takes, thoughts, sports thoughts, life thoughts, anything you want. Welcome to my podcast. What's good? What's good, people? Welcome back. Rod Hanna Show. Ah, hey Bears fans, how y'all feeling out there? This is another Chicago Bears pod, and we're going to go ahead and start this off right now. Well, how exciting is this? With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Let's go. The Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, number 11, they trade up from 20, trade a first-round pick from next year, a fourth this year, and a fifth next year for the right to go up to number 11 and select their future franchise quarterback, 6'3", 228-pound, Justin Fields. And you know what? My reaction to that pick is, let's go. Let's go. You know the words. Sing it. You're the pride and joy of Illinois. So bear down. Let's get it. song that's where we at right now you get the whole song the bears let's get it let's get it we're in celebratory mood it's all good right now you know what i I take back every bad thing i ever said about ryan pace about Matt Nagy, Philip, you know T- uh, Ted Phillips. I get the man name wrong. He deserves his name to be mentioned wrong sometimes. Ted Phillips, George McCaskey, Virginia, all the whole crew. Way to go! Way to go on this one. Good job, guys. It, it, it's something about having a new franchise quarterbacking and that you actually believe in from the beginning, where there's this hope, there's this belief that you're going to be one of those teams now that that's a perennial contender that you can build around that. All you need to do is put the right pieces in place because you got the main one. You got the main ingredient. And I'm I'm telling you, I see people, you know, doubting Justin Fields. I saw him dropping the draft. I mean, like, I've been a little – I'm not going to lie. I've been a little obsessed with the pick. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm overly over the moon happy with this pick. I am. I really am. Uh, I went back. He, he was actually featured in uh, QB1 uh, documentary show. Uh, takes, like, the elite senior level uh, high school – High school senior quarterback, three of them normally. He was in season two. 
So you got to see his senior year. You got to see his family, family makeup, what kind of, you know, kind of person the kid was growing up as a 17-year-old in high school, number one, number two quarterback in the country behind Trevor Lawrence when he actually went back and, and him, he was on seven on seven against Trevor Lawrence and he beat him then. And he got into college and beat him there, but he's always been number two to Trevor Lawrence. And for some reason during this whole draft process, he's just been falling and falling. He's been the only quarterback in the whole draft who's really been scrutinized. You saw Zach Wilson magically rise up after a good season at BYU, but he really didn't play anybody. You know, the kid has all the arm strength. He has all the moxie. has the look of a franchise quarterback. But who did he play? Coastal Carolina, and he didn't do very well against them. You know, like, who who did he play? And and Trey Lance is a guy I wanted, you know, because I didn't even think Justin Fields would be there. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even, like, put myself in the, the mode of believing that we had a shot at either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. So I didn't even put them on my wish list. But Trey Lance is a guy a lot like Mitch who only started 13 games in college, and it was at, the, you know, the Division One AA, what used to be called Division One AA, the F the football championship subdivision. So he lacks experience against elite competition. And, I mean, he has all the skills set in the world. But you have a guy in Justin Fields who's been top-rated quarterback, five-star guy coming out of high school, has all the talent in the world, has the arm strength, the next level that can actually cut through the wind in Soldier Field, which is actually a key component to a quarterback succeeding here. Seems to have the makeup, seems to have the leadership, seems to have the toughness, seems to have the ability and the want to to be great. And he seems like he has a little bit of that Chicago toughness to him, you know, that a little bit of that Chicago chip on his shoulder already coming in, especially falling and going behind three other quarterbacks. So he's already built in that. I remember forever. You got to have, you know, glad that I got to celebrate my family song. You know, glad to be here. Chicago Bears. I love it. I feel like no one has dealt with more scrutiny than you, Justin Fields. So now that you know where you're going, Chicago Bears, you can talk to all the fans. You can talk to the organization. What do you want them to know about the QB that they're getting? Uh, they're going to need a hard worker, uh, a guy that's going to put their, himself out there to win every game, um, you know, a leader on and off the field. So I'm just excited and ready to get to work. One of my favorite things is your dad, Pablo Field, says that you were uniquely made for this. You were built for this moment. What about your journey has made you ready to start in a professional football league? Um, you know, just, just everything I've been through, um, everything, you know, me and my family have been through. I feel like, you know, we, we, we've just learned from that. We, we've grown from that. So... I think, you know, whatever's, uh, you know, I guess in my path in the near future, I'll be ready for it. All right, Justin, give an extra hug to your sister, Jaden, for me. I know she was the one actually pushing you to this moment. Uh, and enjoy this in Kennesaw, Georgia. There's Justin Fields, a new Chicago Berry. You know, as a Chicago person, you always feel like, you know, the underdog and you're always second class to, to New York or L.A. or whatever ever city. So he already has that built in. So he can own this city. He really could. If this kid succeeds and hits, like, the Bears' future could really turn around just like that. Just, just like, overnight. I mean, it's just it's all excitement. It's all goodness here, you know. And then they trade up in the second round, too, and take Tevin Jenkins, which a lot of people thought they were going to take at 20 in the first round. So you double-dipped here. You got two first-round guys in two rounds. You're building your offensive line, which you, you need tackles. You cut Charles Leno. Bobby Massey is gone, so you got two new tackles next year. The inside of your line looks solid. You're building your future for an offensive line. You took two, two tackles in the draft. You took a speedy running back, slot, slot wide receiver, and a corner, and a big defensive tackle. And overall, I mean, this was just a solid draft. I mean, 
Pace really did it. He's, he really hit a home run on this one. At least, you know, I'll say this. There is a chance, obviously, that Justin Fields can fall flat on his face. He can get hurt. You know, a lot of things can happen. Um, he could be a bust. Uh, but I think we would all live with it at this point. I think that taking the guy that you saw at Ohio State go to two college football, you know, championship playoffs, play at a high level against against a very rough, tough Big Ten schedule, and then to go against Clemson and absolutely dominate Clemson this year in the, the semifinals. I mean, we're not talking about little numbers either. We're talking about he went 22 of 28 for 78% completion percentage. He threw for over 385 yards, had six touchdowns and one interception, okay, and also ran for 42 yards. So throw that in. He lost in the national championship game, but he still went, you know, 17 for 33, 194 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. And he ran for also another 67 yards. You're talking about a guy that over his entire career in college threw 67 touchdowns and only nine interceptions. You're talking about a guy who protects the ball, who has the ability to get out of the pocket, has the ability to run. He also, you know, added over a, over 1,000 yards rushing in his college career as well. You're, you're talking about a guy who runs a 4-4-40. And he, he was mad at himself because he didn't run a 4-3. You're talking about a kid who's already saying that he doesn't want to talk anymore. He's about, he wants to get to work. This is something that you said. I'm the best quarterback in this draft. I think all great players, all great athletes, they have to have this attitude and this mentality. So um, it's not necessarily me knocking anybody else. It's just the confidence that I have. There's a lot of great quarterbacks in this draft, but, you know, just like I said, I, I feel like I'm the best one. He wants to show and prove to everybody that, that they were wrong for him to even fall to eleven. Like, this is the type of attitude that, that, that you gravitate to, that, that players gravitate to. This is a leader of a franchise. So I think that we're willing to live and die with this pick. Well, at least I am. I'll, you know, I'm not going to speak for every Bears fan because I'm sure there's a, there's a group that's still missing Mr. Bisky somehow. But it's a guy who did it at the highest level in a high conference and did it against elite competition you know, Alabama, Clemson, those are defenses that have NFL first-round picks all over them. And you're talking about a guy who, who lit him up, you know, who played really good ball, who got hurt in the Clemson game. He took a shot to the ribs and, and was only out one play and came back in and still played the national championship game, even though there were guys like, you know, maybe you shouldn't play. You've, you've, you've done enough. You've, you've cemented your, your position. You know, 2003, I mean, 2019, he was third in Heisman. You're, you're talking about a kid who has produced at an elite level, at an elite level in college, at a football powerhouse. Now, I understand the whole Ohio State quarterback thing, if you want to go there. He's not, you know, he's not Haskins. He's not an Ohio. He's not their typical Ohio State quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rivals 105-star challenge. Champion QB. Little nice little trophy. 2017. Oh, this is heavy, fam. Yeah, it was just, you know, a camp where, you know, all the top players in the country got together. And, of course, I was the most accurate quarterback at that camp. So once you make it to the pros, what are some awards that you want? Of course, you know, that ring, MVP, all of that, you know, um, rookie of the year. I mean, you know, it, the, the, the list goes on and on. So I, I want, you know, all of them. All right, you can, you can load that. I'll put it on the bed. All right, so how do you envision your first touchdown in the league going? You never know how it's going to play out. It really could be on a hit drop, boom, receiver breaks the tackle, and he, shoot, he takes for 80. So, I mean, uh, you know, I think. Or you get loose on Yeah, look. true. I, I could get loose, juke, move, slide, slide on the sideline or something like that. But, um, 
however it works out, works out. And of course, you know, I'll be grateful for that. Do you think you're going to be nervous in that first game? I would hope not because I feel like, you know, when a player is nervous, then they haven't prepared for that certain moment. But I mean, but, first time being out there, uh, you, you might have a little butterflies. But right, right, right. Other than that, nah, so especially once you complete that first pass, it's, it's, it's pretty much, you know, bombs away from there. He's a guy who puts the ball. He has extreme, extremely good deep ball accuracy. He puts the ball in the tight windows. He has the arm strength and the ability. He just happens to run a 4-4. He's a pocket passer. He's a guy who wants to throw the football. He doesn't want to run, but he just happens to have a 4-4-40. He just happens to have the ability and the size to be able to be a red zone weapon. You know, a la, you know Cam Newton. There's just, there's just so much ability and potential there that you can see it, that you understand the thought process and you get it. And this is a shot. This is a shot for us Bears fans to finally have the guy. You know, the last time I felt like this about a quarterback, probably has never been a, I felt like this about a quarterback because he's drafted, so he's our guy. Yeah, Jay Cutler was the closest of excitement I got because, you know, he had the arm talent. He wasn't the athlete that Justin Fields is, but – this guy had, you know, it just wasn't up top. You know, it wasn't in his brain. If his brain would have matched his, his talent, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback. But now, from all indications, from watching the QB1 series, from from talking to, from listening to the interviews done with his head coaches, his college head coaches, his high school head coaches, this is a kid who people gravitate to and who want to win with. And it's a kid who works hard. And it was it actually led the let him play college football, you know, because – Big Ten schedule got canceled because of COVID. So he's one of the leaders who led the charge to the, actually play the season. So he's already put his name out there. You know, he's already not, not afraid to, you know, take stands against things or, or whatever. So I just think that Chicago should be really excited. Chicago should be really happy with this draft and what the future lies now. And now we actually get to rate Matt Nagy fairly because I don't think they're playing Andy Dalton. I'm going to be honest with you. I hear people talking about, you know, they're going to play Andy Dalton, and they're going to let him sit for a year because Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. Well, Patrick Mahomes had Alex Smith. Now, Alex Smith was coming off his best career season, and he led him to a playoff game. So, of course, you could sit back. Andy Dalton's not keeping anybody on the bench. I'm going to tell you that real quick. Andy Dalton's not good enough to keep Justin Fields on the bench. Justin Fields is going to go into practice. I mean, there's no way that you would go into practice in camp and watch Andy Dalton throw the ball. And then if Nick Foles is still around, because Nick Foles is just like the man who we don't speak of in this town. He's still under contract. He's still here. I mean, maybe they'll release him. Maybe they'll trade him. I don't know. But, like, he's just a guy who's just here. They, I, I still feel bad for Nick Foles. I really do. But, I mean, that's your quarterback. So you're going to watch Andy Dalton throw. You're going to watch Nick Foles throw. And then you're going to watch Justin Fields throw. And there's – Players on the team are already excited. Players on the team, you had Eddie Jackson saying, we finally got a real quarterback, which is a shot at Mitch again, but I'm going to leave that alone. We're not even going to mention Mitch anymore on this pod because he's a Buffalo Bill and he's a backup. He's where he belongs, and that's okay. We have a franchise quarterback. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to stand on it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hedging any bets here. I'm, I'm, I'm standing on we have the guy who might be the best quarterback in this draft. And I know Trevor Lawrence is a golden boy. He always has been since the moment he stepped on Clemson's camp. But Justin Fields has been better than him head-to-head many times. So, I don't know. You know, like, this is where we're at, Bears fans. This is a little excitement, you know, a little juice. 
I can wear my Bears gear and not not feel embarrassed. Or, you know, have people come up to you and like, what do you think of the Bears? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you know, they're going to be average at best. So now there's a little bit more hope. There's a lot more excitement coming up to this season. You know what I mean? There's a lot more. And, you know, like you could say they gave up draft picks, but this is going to be, like, if he stays healthy, he's 22 years old. So this is the beginning of a 10 to 15-year run, saying that he if he hits and he's what I think he is and he's what the experts think that he is, you're talking about the centerpiece to something to build around. So you can build your team now. You build that offensive line. You give this kid weapons. They have a lot of speed in that wide receiver room. They have a lot of speed there. And and Allen Robinson will be back on his franchise tag. He's, he wants to ball out. He wants to play with an actual good quarterback. He wants to play with a guy who who won't overthrow him or underthrow him or throw or just be super inaccurate. He's ready to have a guy who can actually boost his numbers so he can show what he really can do. So I'm excited for all of them, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for David Montgomery, who won't have loaded boxes anymore because people actually be afraid of deep ball. You know, and Matt Nagy the most because I, I, I see a lot of people trying to criticize Matt Nagy and saying that he didn't develop Mitch and that he broke Mitch or he ruined Mitch. And I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I think it's the other way around, man. I think that when Matt Nagy came out 2018, the Bears were exciting. He had all these trick plays, all these gadgets. The offense was humming, you know, and I think over the course of time, Mitch just bro- took his confidence away, took Nagy's confidence away. He couldn't call anything. You know, he couldn't call his playbook. He, he had to reduce his playbook, and and I think he had his own internal little conflict of, of maybe my system doesn't work. You know, like it, it killed his confidence. I'm sure it did. I'm almost certain that Mitch's, Mitch not developing, Mitch not being able to read defenses, Mitch not being able to process everything fast enough. And I see the knocks on Justin Fields about that, but there's literally videos of, of people disputing that fact that he can't process and read a defense. They show him. Now, Ohio State's offense often goes to the first read because the guy's open because you're talking about elite-level athletes that often get open in college. So you don't have to get to a second or third progression most of the time, but he can do it. It's been shown that he can do it, but Mitch – Mitch's inability to do it kind of killed Nagy. I think it might have ruined Matt Nagy a little bit, and I'm excited to see the handcuffs taken off of Matt. I'm excited to see his creativity blossom and bloom. I want to see his playbook. I want to see the Matt Nagy offense finally with a guy who can run it all, who can run the RPOs and be an elite-level running threat. Also with the deep ball accuracy that can actually take it deep, that can stretch the defense out both vertically and horizontally. And I'm excited to see what – David Montgomery can be with a more wide open offense, with more running lanes, and with a nasty offensive line. Because they are they drafted two guys with really mean streak. And if they can fit with Cody Whitehair and Sam Musfer and James Daniels, and if Jermaine Effetti is the starting right tackle, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think they're done all the way. Jimmy Graham is still here. I don't know why, but, you know, I mean, he can be a good red zone target. But he makes $9 million, man. And you're thinking, like, you need money. Ugh. Might be might be time to cut him. So I've, I've I've completely changed my tune on the bear season. I'm excited. I can't wait for the season to start. There's no way in the world, like I said, that Andy Dalton is keeping this kid on the bench, and he needs to play. He needs to be the guy. You give you let him earn it in camp. You let him show and prove that he's the guy in camp, and then you give him the reins day one. You let him start game one. You don't know none of this. Oh, he's fragile, none of that. I don't think that's this kid. This kid ain't fragile. This kid is ready to play. Let him go out there. Let him make his mistakes. Let him throw his interception that he's going to throw, but the kid only threw nine in college. But, you know, let him let him make his mistakes. Let him misread some coverages. Let him make, let him make, let him hold on to the ball a little bit long. Let him take a sack where he's not supposed to. Let him learn. Let him learn and let him go and let him grow and let him show that the Bears are the quietest kept. 
the Bears might have the best quarterback in the NFC North next year if all this Aaron Rodgers stuff keeps up and Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy instead of playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next year. I don't think he's going to play for the Green Bay Packers next year. It don't look like it right now. and I mean, I'm loving that. So, you know, it might be go back, go home, <laughs> which would be one of the best sports feelings since, I don't know, maybe the Cubs winning the World Series. Cubs winning the World Series is my favorite sports feeling of all time. Second was the Bears. Well, no, eh, I was a kid when the Bulls won their six championships, so I didn't really fully grasp those championships, but that would be probably number two. And number three would probably be the Bears making it to the Super Bowl. So, if I mean, I can't even imagine what a Bears winning the Super Bowl in my lifetime or at least having that guy that you can actually dream and that you can see them building a team, competing for Super Bowls in the future. It may not happen next year. It may take a couple years, but we got the guy. And if the guy is the guy, then you build around him and you let him take you to the promised land. That's, that's just simple. That's what it is. You build from within, right? But you take that quarterback. Also, on a side note, when I saw him show up to Hallis Hall in that red and black suit, and I saw what the other quarterback showed up to their little their teams with their little, you know, weak suits, suit game, I know we got the right guy. The kid actually has a little, little style to him, you know, a little class to him. He he looks like a franchise quarterback, so we gonna, you're going to leave that out there. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited, man. So I'm, I had to do this. I had to do a pod. I know I've been dissing my Bears two pods out of the show. You know, praise is due. You know, when, when you earn it, when you show difference, I'm a fan. You know, I love to get excited. I love to, you know, I live and die with this team. So for you to give me something of hope, some, some, some realness, so you give me a quarterback that I can identify with and I can see the potential, I can see the future, thank you. I'm going to be honest with you. Thank you, Ryan Pace, for doing that. Thank you for not taking Mac Jones, too, because you were there and you traded up, and I was a little worried that you were going to take Mac Jones because that, that's the guy everybody loved. We'll see what he does with Belichick, you know, in the Patriots, but I'm happy we got Justin Fields. We got, to my, to my opinion, we got the second best quarterback in the draft who may prove out to be the number one quarterback in this entire draft. So with that, I bid you guys adieu. Thank you for listening to this pod. Thank you for, for dealing with my, my silliness. Um, I always say you can listen to this pod on Spotify, on Alexa, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, wherever you listen to your pods at. You can catch it there. You can always email the show with questions, concerns, comments, show suggestions, um, questions that I would love to answer on the air on the pod uh, at therodhannashow at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening again, and I hope you all are healthy, well, and, and safe. Just good, good vibes to everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? We happy, and we out. Bye. Oh, you thought it was over? Yeah! With your T-formation! Bear down, baby! Right, we are back.
you get the whole song twice. Down. 